Well, hey there, and welcome to the Raising Amazing Tween Girls show. I'm Lisa Tony with Girl Tribe Nation, and I am so glad that you are joining us today. Well, you are in luck because we are beginning a brand new series. And so today is the first day that we are starting our series on love languages. We are going to be talking for the next few weeks about love languages, the five love languages and what your tween girl's love language is and how you can best relate to her. Now, Dr. Gary Chapman is the author of the very famous book, The Five Love Languages. And he wrote, wrote this many years ago and has expanded and there's so many different versions. And so we're going to be talking through these ideas that he established and he really has some great things to say. He says, love is a choice that you make every day. It's true, isn't it? We have to choose how we are going to love those people in our life. How are we going to love our tribe? How are we going to love them well? And it gets hard if we're impatient or grumpy or hungry or tired or angry or frustrated to focus in and love well. But that's what this series is all about. We are going to harness our inner love child. We are going to make it happen. Mamas, I know you can do it. You see, each of us has a love tank. It's kind of like your gas tank. And you know, when that needle starts hitting on empty, you are in trouble. You need to get yourself to a gas station. Well, our love tanks are the same way. When we don't receive love the way we are wired, the way we were created, the way we were designed to receive love, then we start to run on empty. And that makes us grumpy, that makes us frustrated, that makes us much quicker to have internal struggles. All kinds of things can take over. We can get anxious and stressed and frustrated. We can lean into bad behaviors and we can start looking for love in the wrong places. This is especially true of tween girls because as they hit puberty and their hypothalamus is starting to be activated with all of those hormones that are body, bombarding their body, telling them to grow, they have a lot going on where they're experiencing a lot of changes. And because of this, they want to feel loved. They want to feel accepted just for who they are in the midst of all that awkwardness. And it can be easy to overlook and not fill their love tanks, but they need this now more than ever. If you are able to do this, Mama, I can promise you that your girl will have more peace. She will be able to listen better to you and those around her. She's going to get into fewer arguments with you. She is going to have a stronger identity about who she is, and she's gonna have a whole lot of healthier relationships. It's amazing when we fill that love tank, everything runs much more smoothly. So what are these five love languages that we speak? Well, we all speak all of them, but one maybe stands out a little bit more strongly than the others in terms of how we hear or we receive or we wanna feel love. So the five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. So these are the five love languages. And over the next few weeks, I am going to do a deep dive into each one. And we're going to talk about if this is your daughter, how you can meet this love language, how you can fill her tank with this love language 
so that she can thrive as a tween girl, so that your relationship with her as a mom will be so much stronger and how you both will be able to see the incredible power of a life well loved. So as we get ready to dive into this series, I want to talk today to you about three secrets of why knowing these love languages can be so powerful and effective for you as a mom. Well, secret number one is that, well, our number one job as a mom is to love our kids. Mamas were designed not only to give birth to those babies, to raise them well, but to be their primary nurturers, to love on them, to help them feel loved. And more than saying, mm, I love you sometimes. I mean, sometimes that's our go-to. I love you. I love you. I love you. And we can say that all day long. But if that doesn't speak to their heart, they may not feel loved. Oh, they hear it, and it's important for us to say those words. We might not even say them enough. And we'll come to find out if words of affirmation is your daughter's love language, that will super speak to her heart. But we need to figure out other ways beyond just saying, I love you, to speak to her heart. You see, when our tweens feel loved well, when those love tanks are full, they're going to have a much stronger emotional health. And that is one of our goals. We here at Girl Tribe Nation, we do everything to help tween girls know that they are smart, they are brave, they are healthy, and they can live happy. And when we love them well, all four of these needs can be met, that they can know these things to be true about them. So when we love our tweens well, it's going to speak into their hearts, it's going to speak into their heads, and we're going to see that happen through a lot less behavior issues, less frustration, and less clashing with you, mom, when you are able to speak her love language. Now, I know those tween years are rocky, and you're still probably going to get a few eye rolls here and there. But when she feels love, she knows that she can come to you and that she can lean into you when she needs it most. So secret number one of learning these love languages is that it's your number one job, mom, to know these love languages and how to speak your daughters. All right, secret number two, a well-loved tween daughter is going to deal way better with peer pressure. Can I get an amen out there? Oh yes, peer pressure is heating up, isn't it? I mean, we are starting to see our girls pay attention to their friends more, pay attention to social media more. They are looking around other than just what's happening in their own home to start making decisions about what they wanna do, how they wanna dress, what they wanna say. All those things are happening. But that peer pressure does not need to feel like a pressure cooker. It doesn't need to be so intense that it puts stress and anxiety on them. And the number one reason, the number one thing that you can do to help prevent that peer pressure from being something that they lean into so much more is to help them feel loved. You see, if they feel that like you are paying attention to them, you know them, and you are feeling filling that love tank, they're going to have less need to go and find that from their peers or their teachers or other people around. They won't be as influenced by peer pressure because they are receiving good love, quality love, the kind of love that they need to fill them up. 
And so when they feel, feel that kind of good love in their life, they have less need to seek an alternative. You see, our tweens, they're like sponges. They want to soak up that love just like we do, just like anybody does. And tweens are in such a vulnerable place as their hormones are kicking in. And we want to make sure that we have them positioned in a place where they are going to be receiving good quality love. See, when we fill them up with that, then they don't need to seek it from the outside world. And just like a sponge is going to fill up all the water and it's so saturated, there's no more space for water to come in. Well, the same thing is going to work for your tween. When she is so filled up with good quality love, she's not going to feel the need to be as influenced by what her peers are saying or what her teachers are saying or what the outside world is saying because she is already going to be saturated, filled up with that good love that comes from knowing her love language. All right, secret number three. Learning how to love your tween well will also benefit all your other relationships and all of her other relationships. It really will. When we can lean into this idea of love languages and better understand each other, it only not only impacts our relationship with our daughter, but it can really impact your relationship with your, your husband, with your other kids, with your parents, with your friends, with your boss, with your coworkers. There's so many wins that can happen when we better understand love languages, how to speak people's love languages, how to look for their love languages. So now my love language is words of affirmation. That's the one I thrive on most. And so I happen to work in an organization where my boss, that is his primary gift. He is an encourager. He speaks words of affirmation. And so it has been such a great fit for me. I've stayed for years and years and years and years working there because I'm always feeling like my love cup is filled because I'm in an organization where I spend a lot of my hours, my work life, and I hear that kind of affirmation. Now, my husband and I have different love languages, and so we have to learn how to do those. Now, I, I'm a, a huge multitasker, and so I remember when I first got married, it was really easy for me to have my phone with me and be able to do work, and we'd even go out to a date, and I'd have my phone on the table, and I'd pay attention if I got a text or an email, and he finally just kind of lost it. Enough! You have to turn your phone off! And I had not realized how that bugged him so much because one of my husband's love languages is quality time. So for him, he needed to feel like I was completely devoted to him. And he still feels that way today. Even when we're sitting on the couch watching the show together, I can't multitask and fold the laundry or something because he feels like I'm not devoting that time to him. So it's been a struggle for me, this multitasker, but I've had to learn how to do that. And so learning that love language can improve improve my relationship with my spouse. Now, I've got friends whose love languages are is gifts. And so how fun is that for them when they receive that perfect gift? It just speaks to their hearts. I mean, now everybody loves to receive gifts, but someone whose love language's gift doesn't even have to be something big and special and valuable. We'll talk about that more later. But just the idea that you were thinking of them and that you picked up a little something or you made a little something for them can speak volumes. These are just a few examples of some of the ways that you can start to see love languages start to fill into people's 
hearts and lives and really make a difference in your relationships with them. I can't wait to dive in as we go the next few weeks and look at each love language and how it can speak to you and to your daughter and to those around you. See, we are healthier when we are in healthy relationships with other people. Our families and our tweens are going to be happier and healthier too. And that is what we are going after. We are all about raising tweens who are smart, healthy, brave, and live with a whole lot more happy in their lives. I have something very special for you, and it's a little quiz. Who doesn't love a quiz? If you would like to better understand your daughter, then you can have access to the five love languages quiz. This is a great way for you to find out what your love language is and to find out what your daughter's love language is. So jump on over to girltribenation.com slash five love languages. And there you can find an access point to take these quizzes. I'll link to that in the notes below so that you can just click on that and you will be good to go. Thank you so much for joining us for our love languages series. I can't wait until next time. Bye for now.